Hope and pray you all are doing well this Monday morning. And uh, as I get into the spin of things with this new podcast venture of Mornings with Pastor Adam, uh, my thought is that I probably won't be uploading one of these five days a week. It's probably going to be four days a week. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out if I should stick with Monday through Thursday uh, or Tuesday through Friday. Uh, so eventually, once I find my groove with this, um, we'll have this either Monday through Thursday or Tuesday through Friday. Uh, you know, one of those four-day schedules. We'll see. But anyway, this is Mornings with Pastor Adam on the West Coast Bible Teacher Podcast. Welcome, all who are listening. And uh, it's Monday morning, the start of the week. I hope and pray that y'all are doing good. And today, I want to get into a very important topic. It's a sin that many of us can fall prey to, especially in the, should I put it, in the high-stress living conditions and environments that many of us are in. We're going to talk about that of anger. Now, anger is not a sin in and of itself, despite what some might misconceive. Anger is an emotion that the Lord has given us. Remember, all of us are made in God's image, and thus we do share characteristics of God. And anger is an emotion that we see God emulating from time to time in His Word. Of course, one of the most uh, significant uh, examples, you know, of God's anger is seen in His Son's actions when Jesus drove out the money changers in the temple court. <laughs> anger is sometimes necessary in order to stand for righteousness. You know, we have it within us to where when we see something that is depraved or perverted, we naturally feel appalled. For it is within the human psyche for us to have that natural reaction of anger when we see something that is a, an utter violation of what is right, or a violation of a person's rights. But as with anything that God's given us, Satan has for a very long time used the emotion of anger to take down many people, including that of God's children. An important passage to bear in mind is John 10.10. 10. Jesus said, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Satan wants to steal away the abundant life that God has in store for you. He wants to steal away God's plan, you know, his blessings for your current life. We see, for instance, with Moses. Now, God had originally intended Moses to enter into the promised land along with the uh, children of Israel. But after dealing with all the stress of the Jewish people, 
Moses reacted to them in anger one day. But God was very displeased because Moses' anger overtook him to the point where he disobeyed specific instructions that God had given him on a particular occasion. The people of Israel were thirsty. They were in need of water. And so God told Moses to speak to a particular rock (laughs) so that the, the water might flow from it. But Moses was having a bad day, as we all do occasionally. And we read that he lifted up his staff and he struck the rock twice. And water did come out, but God was like, oh, Moses, you know, (laughs) because you did not believe in me to uphold me as holy in the eyes of the people of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this assembly into the land that I have given them. When we let our anger control us, we become bad representatives of the Lord. We're God's representatives as his children. We have to remember that. So we're to be an example. But the big point I want to point out here is that Moses lost his chance to make it into the promised land. And we read in Deuteronomy chapter 3 that Moses pleaded with God and said, Lord, please let me go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that good hill country and Lebanon. But Moses states in Deuteronomy that the Lord was angry with me because of you, and would not listen to me. And the Lord said to me, Enough from you. Do not speak to me of this matter again. Now, bringing it down to our level, okay, there are some Christians who are missing out on the blessing that God had in store for them, because they made some irreversible decisions as a result of their anger. And now they're paying the consequences. Ephesians 4.26, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Now, it's not a coincidence that Paul mentions Satan getting a foothold right after warning his readers about anger. Paul knew that through anger, Satan could find a way into a believer's life. Satan's looking for a foothold, an open door, to wreak havoc in your life. Again, remember, he's a thief. He's looking to steal away that abundant life that God has in store for you. And he's looking for an open door to do that. And boy, when you let your anger get the best of you, that's a sure way (laughs) for Satan to get an open door into your life to wreak havoc. You say things to people that you can't take back. People in your family, your loved ones, your friends, people in the church setting. When you say nasty things to someone, when you say something to a person that's intense, venomous, boy, they'll remember that. (laughs) Even if you apologize. Every time they see you from there on out, oh, they'll remember that time when you told them how you really felt. (laughs) And so relationships are damaged, you know. Opportunities you might have, uh, opportunities you might have had, you know, in in ministry, they're, they're destroyed. Friendships, even, that you could have enjoyed are now ruined. 
God does care, by the way, about the little things in your life, even friendships with other people. God wants you to have a blessed friendship with someone, for he is the one who created relationships. That is because from the beginning, you know, from the beginning of time, from before the beginning of time, the Father experienced a relationship with the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that is why we are a relational species. We're made in God's image. But be careful not to permanently damage relationships due to not being able to control your anger. But Satan can wreak a lot more havoc in your life than just that of ruining a relationship. There was a horrible story I read about recently. This gal, her name is uh, Mackenzie Sherilla. She just got a 15-year prison sentence for driving her boyfriend and his friend right into a brick wall. And she was going around 100 miles an hour. Now, she was 17 at the time when this happened. Uh, she's 19 now. You can look her up. It was all over the news. She's a very pretty girl. Seemed like a popular gal. You know, her whole life was ahead of her. But because she was in what was termed a tumultuous relationship with this boy, apparently she was under a lot of stress. She couldn't take it anymore. So she drove full speed into a brick wall, killing her boyfriend and her boyfriend's friend in the process. Her message to the families of the victims was, quote, I hope one day you can see I would never let this happen or do it on purpose. She said, I wish I could remember what happened. I'm just so sorry. I'm heartbroken. I wish I could take all your pain away. That's what she said. Interesting how she said, I wish I could remember what happened. Oftentimes when you're so overcome with anger and negative emotions, it is as if you have left your body. Right? And something else has taken over. Perhaps all of us have experienced this from time to time. You lose control for a brief period. You're no longer exercising the fruit of the spirit of self-control. There was another interesting event that occurred, which was all over the internet. <laughs> it was an event that involved a Portland man who drove into the Portland parade, all because he didn't want to wait in traffic since many of the exits and streets were uh, blocked off due to the parade that was happening in uh, Portland that day. And uh, he, you know, this guy, he just freaked out. And uh, all of this was recorded on his dash cam. The video was released by law enforcement and uh, was put up on YouTube. I think the video has like over uh, 2 million views now. So, you know, the entire world has gotten to, uh, you know, witness this man's nervous breakdown. And, uh, and, and in the video, you see how angry he is. He completely loses control. Now, I'm not sure where these two people were spiritually. I assume they were non-believers, because, you know, most people are. Um, <laughs> but Christians are not exempt from falling into such devastating tragedies. There are Christians serving prison sentences because they couldn't contain their anger anymore and they slipped up too far one day. They snapped, you know, and they ended up hurting someone 
or doing something very damaging, whatever it was, and now they, they have to live with those consequences. They're suffering the judgment of the state, but also that of God's judgment. Remember, in Romans, Paul says that God has put those in the judicial system into power to exercise his judgment upon the ungodly. So maybe you've been struggling with anger today. Where is the anger coming from? Sure, you have outbursts, you know, because, you know, you say people annoy you or there are people in your life, co-workers, friends, family members, people in your church, people who are irritating you for whatever reason. But, but you know, you're getting angry. That's your response to that. But, but where is the root of that? Where is the root of your irritability? of your quickness to, to react with anger and hostility. Are there deep-rooted wounds that need to be healed up in your life? You don't want to get it to the point one day where you take your anger too far, to where you end up committing sins that are irreversible, sins that have consequences in both this life and in the life to come. Pray on this. Go to the Father and seek the Holy Spirit's guidance and healing power. Pray Psalm 51. Starting from verse 10 of Psalm 51, we read, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free Spirit. Now, if you're struggling with anger today, or any other particular sin for that matter, I would encourage you to read Psalm 51 in its entirety and pray it out loud. It's a very important psalm. It consists of only 19 verses. You can handle that, right? <laughs> but I would encourage you in this. And so I hope that everyone has a wonderful Monday the start of the new week. We're in December now. Christmas is around the corner. Please check out my uh, website, westcoastbibleteacher.com, where I post blogs regularly. And I also would ask you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with others. If you can, you know, with whatever podcast uh, directory you, uh, you're you utilizing to access this podcast, if you could leave a positive review for me, you know, give me five stars, whatever you got to do. <laughs> Um, I would appreciate that greatly. It does help. And so this has been Pastor Adam, everyone. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.